update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. The Special Investigations Unit uh, says that it has referred four criminal matters to the NPA with regard to the procurement of a border fence by the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure at the border between South Africa and Zimbabwe. SIU Head Advocate Andy Motibi says that this is with regard to two departmental officials and two service providers. Uh, The DPWI Director General Sam Vukela, Ministerial Advisor Melissa White and 11 other officials are also implicated on suspicion uh, pending disciplinary measures. Our reporter Joseph Musia compiled this report. Last month, members of SCOPA visited the Bait Bridge border to assess for itself the status of the fence that was acquired for 40 million rand. Members have described the fence as a sham and not fit for purpose. Committee Chairperson Mkuleko Lengwa. There is no dispute that corruption has taken place insofar as Bait Bridge is concerned. Corruption which uh, did not even deliver a fence which is fit for purpose. And there are serious lapses on the part of the SNDF to even secure that fence, which there is the end user. 122 breaches on their watch. Uh, That should sit as a a serious uh, area of concern as it is an indictment. Minister Dilil told the committee that she had taken all the necessary steps to ensure accountability. This includes her invitation of the Auditor General and the SIU to probe the matter. She also outlined where the matter is with regard to the disciplinary process. If I can start with Advocate Sam Vukela, the Director General, I have written a letter to the President with the Baybridge report. And as we all know, uh, the decision or the consideration lies with the president, how the president wants to uh, proceed on that. Uh, the second one, as a trust, as Melissa Whitehead goes, we've written to the, um, the state attorney to appoint a, a chairperson and an initiator. We've also submitted the report to the state attorney so that the chairperson that will be appointed and the initiator, they will be formulating the charges. So that is work in progress. The fence was procured in terms of the COVID-19 prevention measures to stop the inflow of people from neighboring countries. Defense Minister Nosivue Mapisangakula explained that her department was in fact not consulted and did not provide public works with the specifications for the fence. She told the committee, however, that the fence is no longer the only way they are looking at to secure the border. One of the decisions, Chairperson, which we begin to use drones, Chairperson, to rely more on technology. Yes, have our warm bodies on the borderline, but also rely on sensors on the line with uh, Zimbabwe, on the line with Mozambique. Those are the most difficult areas going because now we've seen what has happened to the fence. The fence has not helped. Movement of people continues. People have vandalized the fence. People have stolen the fence. Advocate Mutibi assured members that the SIU is determined to make sure that they recover as much money that was paid irregularly as they can. There's also a case, uh, a, a matter raised by uh, Honorable Mente. Uh, we need to get much, as much money back as possible. We agree with that. And that is part of the special tribunal process. 
we will ensure that every party that we need to uh, pursue to, re- to recoup and get back the money uh, is also included uh, in the process. The committee is finalizing its report on the matter, which will be submitted to Parliament for consideration. I am Joseph Musia in Parliament. And uh, the Special Investigating Unit has now set the date for uh, the hearing into the Baybridge uh, Border Fence contract for next week, Friday, the 16th of October 2020. The Special Tribunal sitting at the Boysens Magistrates Court wants to freeze the assets of those contractors involved in this uh, Baybridge, Baybridge Border Fence contract. And uh, we are joined now by our reporter, Angela Bolawana, to uh, just bring us up to speed with the latest developments. Angela, good afternoon. So what do we know of, uh, more about the two contractors that are involved uh, whose accounts are being sought to be frozen? Well, Sakina, um, what happened here at the tribunal is that, as you know, the two contractors, I mean, are the first and second respondents in the case where um, the SIU is seeking to freeze the $20 million that was advanced to them. Um, you remember that this $20 million was given to them even before um, the project began. So the SIU wants that money back. Um, but also the SIU wants to further say to the court that um, they must freeze um, any further payments to the these contractors um, by the department. Now, Angela, have those orders been granted to have those uh, two accounts frozen? Well, um, today was um, a, a, a logistical hearing, really, where, um, you know, the judge was setting up what will happen next. Um, there was an agreement between parties that they will be back um, here in court to just file, um, the SIU will file a supplementary founding affidavit, and then on Wednesday, you know, all respondents will have um, their responding papers filed in court, um, and then um, on, on, on Friday only will the hearing proceed. And with regard to the Public Works and Infrastructure Minister, Patricia DeLille, understanding that uh, she was to appear before SCOPA, uh, was anything, uh, did you manage to hear anything about what came out of that particular meeting as yet? Um, you're talking about the SCOPA meeting? Yes. No, 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 no. I was just um, focusing on the hearing today. Um, she's um, the third respondent, um, uh, the DG and the CFO are also um, fourth and fifth respondents in this case. Angela will park it there. Thank you so much. Our reporter, Angela Bolawana, and uh, she's following uh, those proceedings for us there.